Oh, hey guys, happy new year and welcome to 2023. I wanted to start this podcast with prophecies, you know. Mm. I wanted to say this year will be your year. Amen. Oh. Murphy will not ruin your startup. Actually, Amen. It's, it's almost impossible. My body on the road. Yeah, you, you would think that, <laughs> auntie, you start telling that your startup is the reason why dollar is, is falling, but that's, that's by the way, though, but, uh, let's, let, I wanted to just say this year will be your year and, and I'm really rooting for you this year. So, but I want to know how you guys spent your holidays. How was your holiday? <laughs> don't don't move this camera to a frame. I want to see how to look when it's just this main camera. That <laughs> <laughs> day was refreshing. I had a great time with family and friends, and it seems I should not be back, but I'm back because mom must work to, to shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Bolu. <laughs> yeah. Why did you not go home? <laughs> well. I think I want to change my answer, but you want to change your answer. <laughs> have, yeah, by the way, we recorded have, this before, I don't so have, you better. I don't have an excuse. You don't have an excuse. I don't have an excuse. But I, I guess I was just avoid too lazy. So you know what Bolu told, Bolu told us that it was too far. And guess where home is? Where the heart is, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> home is where the heart is. <laughs> so if, if your heart is not far from you now. <laughs> wherever I am, it's home. home. That's where you. My heart is with me. Where need you go? Okay, your home is even far. Yes, home is far and expensive to even get there. So I had mm. to stay in Lagos and spend the money in Lagos. Mm. Actually, it was it was it was a bad holiday. Yeah. I okay, spent part of it tracking Murphy all over the country, all over the world. We hear he's looking for a global talent visa. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys kidding me? Ababa is on the run from what you are hearing. He's still looking like he's a joke, but. He shy on the road anyway. And then the other half was spent. Uh, okay, so I, I hung out with a few friends and met a few new people. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Okay. 2023 is your year. Man, it's my year. Mm. <laughs> it has to be my year. It doesn't so, have to Okay, no problem. I think I didn't I didn't have much of an eventful holiday. I just spent it indoors most of the time. Then I went home with to family, spent some time, then came back. And so I was thinking about work yeah. <laughs> just before the week <laughs> uh, started. But yeah, it's, it's been fun. And I think we there's some stories we didn't, we couldn't talk about because there was no podcast and we didn't want to start recording remotely. Yeah. We need to get back to the studio. But I think before we went on break, there was this whole conversation about the CBN's cash withdrawal limit. I talked yes. about how the telcos could be the biggest winners of that mm-hmm. if it worked. Bolu talked about the good sides and the bad sides of it. Then you talked about how Nigeria can learn from India and Sweden in a cashless economy. I think those have been some of our most important stories. But we learned during the break that the CBN reversed this limit. Yeah. Is it, yeah. did, did they reverse the limit or they increased the threshold? They increased it. They increased the threshold yeah. for the withdrawal. So, but I think they now make a particular concession for POS. Yes. No, not really a concession. They just acknowledge the role they play in the, in the economy. They just acknowledge, oh, we yes. know that you guys uh, yes, are here. We know that you're the ones who would be affected. Yes. And we know how important you guys are to the financial we be inclusion. It, 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 like it, it will go down to the users, right? Yeah. For Everybody. for instance, now for every 5,000 naira, they collect 100 naira charge, yeah. right? Mm. So if, they, if the charge increases in the banks, that means for the the end user 
the mm. people that patronize them. They have to pay more. No, to so not necessarily. They, yeah, of course. If you are so paying, you, when, if, if you are you paying an know, extra percentage on an, you're not paying it to the POS guys. If, for you to even get it, you need to fill out the form and give them some other details. You can't do it through a POS agent. At least uh, right now, that's. No, you don't get my point. What I'm trying to say is that for a POS agent to withdraw more than is it two hundred thousand? Mm, okay, what, no, I, I think that so for individuals that's gone from a hundred thousand every week to five hundred thousand. So mm-hmm. I don't know where POS agents will be classified. Whether they be classified under businesses, As businesses or if they are, then I think theirs is a, theirs is higher. So they would be able to withdraw a lot more. And that's also assuming because I do not know the numbers these guys do, but some of them will be seriously oh, affected. Do huge numbers. Yeah, so huge numbers. They will pass it on to uh, to um, what do you call it? They will pass to it on user. to the end user, but most end users might also decide to start using ATMs if they are in the places where they can use it, and if the cost is prohibitive. Well, it may now people. encourage them to start looking for alternative channels. So. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Let's leave CBN alone. I <laughs> promise you guys that CBN will not run. But I find it weird that just after this whole cash thing, I they started looking for him. Start looking for him. It really touched some nerves this time around. But yeah, yeah. let's let's leave that alone. But I'm hearing cryptocurrency is about to become legal tender. Nigeria, they are whining us, Abi. Well, <laughs> I, I think. Stories, stories like that. I don't really take them that that seriously. Until We've seen implemented. exactly, and you know, based on everything we saw with cryptocurrencies last year, it won't be that simple to just. And the old world knows it's not going to that going to be that simple to implement any policy regarding For, uh, regarding legal tender because regulating them already is a big headache. No mm. one really has a, no one really has an idea, a clear idea of. Okay, this is how this thing should be regulated. Mm. So this news that um, they could be passing a bill that will make it illegal, then it's not going to be that simple, mm. right? Okay, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but I have a question for you, a personal question. Do you go to church? I go to church. Okay, what's the way you're holding your mic? There? <laughs> <laughs> I understand. That. Church or people uh, like artists, people who perform, like, like <laughs> no. no. I, 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 I do performances once. In your dreams. Yeah. So, yeah, I think over the break, we also heard that Access, GT, and Fidelity recorded over 26,000 fraud cases. But we're not going to even talk about that. Let's talk about Starlink. Starlink, I think they've started delivering to Nigerians from yes. what I can see. Mm-hmm. We re- recall last year, we mentioned that Starlink wanted to launch, they got the license. And they want to secure uh, the spectrum to deliver internet services with satellite internet. So for the uninitiated, Starlink is uh, the internet service division of SpaceX, the company run by Elon Musk, who is coincidentally the CEO of Twitter for now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so but Starlink uses satellites just like your DSTV or Utelsat, all those uh, strong decoders, but their satellites are much closer to the Earth than those TV satellites. So it allows those internet waves to move in and out. So Starlink has, for the last time I checked, as of last year, it's about over 2,500 satellites currently orbiting the planet, and they're launching more every day. So the 
starting retail price of six hundred dollars, what do you think about it for a Nigerian market? Yes, just to come down and secure, just to set up. Okay. I mean, if I want to set up home fiber, let's say fiber one for instance, that length is currently cost about forty four thousand naira. That's not even up to a hundred dollars based on it's not that's like fifty something dollars, right? So six hundred dollars. So on. I think my opinion is you uh, they've not changed since the last time we had this discussion. It's still going to be for a certain group of people, preferably businesses, because okay. they need um, fast internet connections. Then maybe businesses can also decide for with everyone going remote, they may decide to get it for their staff. That's one option. Probably like, moved from a city center like, yes. like Lagos to mm. a remote area. To remote area. Yeah. And those places are the ones that even have access to like um, there are no yes, trees, are no, high buildings yes. and all of that. So to it disrupt. could be an option. But for regular Nigerians, um, it would be a lot more difficult. Well, even for regular businesses, I'm thinking if I'm a business and I'm in Lagos, will I use fiber or will I use satellite internet? That's also another consideration. So, of course, it's not just every business. I mean, the cyber cafe on the street cannot afford it. Um, so when I say businesses, I'm looking at not really SMEs, like really large That's business. Uh, because maybe, let's say ShopRite, for example, if they wanted to power the mall. Why not use me one instead or fiber one? Well, I, I, if, if, if Starlink provides them with faster internet and they want to use that as an attraction... Mm that that could be something they would consider so, well, yeah. I'm, I'm concerned i don't know if anybody has observed uh any issue with does rain because i know dstv mm. rain and yes, bad weather bad conditions weather. affects dstv so yeah. i have not seen we should have confirmed that before this podcast but i think bad weather bad would weather. be an issue for uh, starlink well i think based on how close it is since it's closer than DSTV and it's not under the cloud. It's not under the cloud. It's above the cloud. Well, that's true. Well, bad weather might be an it might be a problem, but we also do not have really terrible weather in Nigeria. No, we don't. So it may not be. I mean, I don't know what exactly is the reason, but we we are experiencing less rains compared to maybe a decade ago. So that may not really be much of an issue. And okay. if you go out of Lagos, then where there isn't a lot of rain and probably in the north. I don't know how this could impact development of technology in the north. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if if you are watching this, kindly check out my article. I talked about the possibility of Starlink forcing more people outside of Nigeria's crowded cities. So can Starlink decongest Nigerian cities? So during the break, we heard CBN saying, <laughs> very very weirdly that the development of fintech in nigeria is being hindered by the concentration in lagos that, I, that, that's actually something we need to look at no need to no no <laughs> no not not, not here not, right, but, not no but yes granted lagos is congested too many people in lagos so many facilities that don't need to pass through lagos actually pass through lagos but can starlink maybe internet connection maybe good internet service can shift them outside the country oh it's not, not outside the country you guys why are you waving your hands please 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 outside the city of lagos and portacos and abuja but uh let's let's zoom out to the globe right microsoft says it wants to integrate the ai 
kid of the moment, the cool the AI guy of the, the moment. The popular Chat AI. GPT. They want to integrate it into Bing. Yeah. yeah Bing. So, <laughs> so, so I think it's it's a very interesting development, Facebook. right? And that means you don't. That means we can actually if you don't know Bing, Bing is just like um Google, Google. search. Yes, it's, yeah, a, it's, Bing. it's a search engine. Oh, yeah, like one in a million people that use Bing. You use right? Bing or you use Microsoft Edge? I use Bing as the search engine. Or oh, Microsoft Edge. Yes. I thought I reset that thing. Before you reset it. <laughs> All right. So so it's it's actually a very interesting development, right? And like I was saying, if you don't know Bing, like you said, it's a search engine, just mm. like Google, where you can search for stuff and you get mm. results. So what Microsoft wants to do now is to now integrate um, OpenAI. OpenAI is like the research lab behind ChatGPT. And Dali uh, too. Yeah, those things, right? And if you've not heard of ChatGPT, ah, um, I don't know. <laughs> you don't internet to ChatGPT. Yeah. So ChatGPT is just like, um, it's an AI a conversational AI that you can ask questions, it will answer you. You know, things you can search on Google, you can actually ask chat GPT and it will answer you in a more conversational manner instead of Google that just gives you links to. Um, so, so yeah. So Bing wants to integrate that into their own search engine, which means that if you ask, it will not be like searching for things on Google, right? It will be like s- searching for things in a way whereby it will be conversational, right? So, Microsoft has not officially came out to say they are going to do that, but the information was from people that were really close to, um, you know, close to the matter. So, and I think it's true that it will be happening because Microsoft actually invested $1 billion in OpenAI in 2019. No, the crazy thing is <laughs> Microsoft invests in almost everybody. everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they invested in Facebook. Yeah. Crazy enough, they invested in Apple wow. early days, but wow. they've cashed out. Okay. They cashed out a lot. If they had waited, they would have cashed out more. But that's that's in really Facebook interesting. And, and, and I think, um, should Google be worried? I think that's one major question most people have. Should Google be worried? But from Google has actually responded to the old chat GPT thing and they were like, their own AI can even do things like that, but they can't roll things out because they're a bigger company. They can't roll things out the way um, open AI will just keep rolling stuff out. And they said they are not actually worried and they think the technology has not matured to that level way to be integrated into their search engine. So uh, let's see what happens. They said it will happen by March. So. Hmm. Okay. Fingers crossed. Fingers <laughs> crossed. But one thing I find interesting is Google has, for me, they have pockets of more sophisticated yeah. AI than ChatGPT. So they, like they said it's they said Yeah, it's not but it's not yeah, something no. you can interface with directly. I mean the Google search algorithm is crazy. <laughs> that Google search algorithm is crazy. I mean, from what I saw from Lambda, I think Lambda was one of their um language AIs mm. and they demoed it in Google IO, last year's Google IO and it was crazy. So, so ChatGPT probably yeah, Google, be a baby compared to that. Yeah Google is reconstructing 3D uh, so you can do 3D tours of major cities. Google just constructed pictures together, mm. and you can use it to do 3D tours of public places in London, yeah, Paris. It's going and to be that. a very nice fight. Very yeah, nice fight. <laughs> they are translating a lot of languages in local African languages. There's an AI research center in Accra. They have a product development center in Kenya. I think Google is a lot more hands-on 
doing, they're doing more on the ground approach to their AI, things that you could use in on the served communities, communities that don't have internet, yeah. blah, blah, blah. GPT is for knowledge workers. Mm-hmm. You want to use it as a tool to improve your productivity. You should check those out, Dali too. There's a, that's a separate conversation. Yeah. And that we're not going to go into right now. You don't want conspiracy <laughs> theorists to snatch this conversation from us. If you get to our parents' WhatsApp group, mm. you might be banned from using Shanti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I shared Shanti with my dad over the other day, and he started using it. Huh? What's well, it cool? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah that is true. <laughs> <laughs> huh? What's he using it for? Once he used to um, create blog content ideas for blogs. Uh-huh. So okay. yeah. That's good. Yeah, he wanted to create a blog for his business. He didn't have any of topics he wanted to write about. And yeah, so please check it out. It's good. It's, it's a very good tool and useful. <laughs> yeah, Samuel should know. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Um, finally, finally. Wait, oh, this is finally, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Salesforce wants to lay off about 7,000 workers. So that's like 10% of his employee um, base. Salesforce is a US enterprise company. They build different um, products to help businesses and individuals to optimize um, how they interact with their workers, to interact how they interact with their um, customers too, too, right? And it has presence in um, more than 80 80 cities in the world. And this kind of made it to this podcast because this force is quite popular. Right, and it has been at the leading, it has been at the front of building um, solutions, CRM solutions, and employee management solutions. Right, and they have others, they also have workers in employees in Africa. Right, they have an office in Morocco, a physical office in Morocco, and and made a lot of hires in South Africa around April 2022. Right, and so we don't know how many people in Africa, how many employees in Africa would be affected. But something that uh, caught my attention was that Salesforce increased its um, employee base by 30% between 2020 and 2022. Mm. As of December, an an updated um, stats on their website for December 2022 shows that they have up to 79,000 workers, employees across the world. And one of the reasons why this layoff is going to happen is because there were a lot of IAS during the COVID-19 pandemic, which is kind of the excuse most of the companies that are laying off are giving. They increase IAS in during the pandemic, and now they feel the IAS are costing yeah. them more, and they have to reduce um, the operational cost. Well, Salesforce has been touted to be one that cherishes its employees so employees might be getting up to five months base pay as their severance packages and they are going to create um how how transition how it will be easy for those that are outside us to transition or those that are in us because of that job so that they don't start hanging around they just find a way for them so we are wishing those employees people that are going to be laid off don't know yet we say they will get an email to that effect so okay. them the best. So I'm uh, I'm just confused. Who is safe? The B2B guys, the B2C guys, B2G, who is safe? Oh, this no, everybody's no, trying to cut costs. Everybody's trying to cut costs. Those that I are mean. freezing hiring are doing that. Those that are laying off are doing that. Everybody needs to stay afloat. Yeah. Now this is it's the time just, for you. They to just need to do it in an in a humane in humane way. 
That yeah. is just what is expected. Wow. I think yeah. let's like uh, we should normalize not to hiring just because you think you know, things are going well. Let's. Mm, I think we've mean, learned. I, I think companies have learned. Have they? They have not learned. Yes, yes. We keep going in circles, right? <laughs> and this period, as it after is. recession, everybody starts thinking normally. But then, <laughs> but when money yeah, now, when money when comes, small money they start thinking abnormal. <laughs> Once we now hit a boom, a, be, a, be, a bull market, right? Everybody starts hiring again like crazy. Yeah. They, yeah, uh, everything will come in full circle. Mm. If you could not afford some of those guys before, now you may, because you don't really have a lot of options. This is like the best time for you to be looking for employees that you actually need, need. because they yes. do not have the luxury of fielding like seven different offers. So now, if you want them, go for them. Mm. Um, but yeah, if if you are really good at what you do, uh, don't worry. Just you can keep shooting. You can you can even shoot your shot at Salesforce. Though. <laughs> yeah, they say interesting. This company yeah. that layoff also stay high. Yeah, that's that's, the thing. that's crazy. So yeah, this this is a new year, new things, new beginnings. Uh, we'll be experimenting a lot more with the podcast. You'll be seeing more guests on the studio, and we're hoping to offer you more and more insights. Yeah, uh, across different industries, and we're going to be launching two newsletters soon. We already launched and standardized Tech Point Digest. Uh, Victoria is the standard. you get it well yeah we're going to be launching two more newsletters that are really 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 interesting and i'm not going to be giving anyone out right now but please watch this space you'll hear it first on the podcast before any other place yeah yeah we're going to beat peter to it on the (laughs) 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 right and tech one america is eight years yeah we're eight and still profitable according to Oh my God! Yeah, our guys, our guys are still profitable. Yes. When, when you think about the media business in Africa and how difficult it is globally, and you think about media and you think about the niche media like Tech Points, you know how crazy this is to be profitable and still bootstrapped. Still bootstrapped, yeah, for the second year in a row. Yeah, with you were mentioned it in 2021, and 2022 still the same story. Uh, we've retained over 80 percent of our talent. Nobody has moved on yet. No, nobody in the editorial team has left. But yeah, other guys have left the company to better things. But so many, many things in store for this year. And we can't wait to have you on this journey with us. You can reach out to us on Google Podcasts. No, not yet. You can't. You can reach out to <laughs> us at podcast at techpoint.africa. And if you are watching us on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and share this video with your friends and where we share TikTok, Instagram, anywhere you see a clip of Tech Point Africa podcast, please just share with your friends. And for the audio lovers that have been listening to us from the time we rejig this podcast, please, where can you find us? First yes. of the year, Bulu. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Hyatt Radio, or anywhere else you get your podcast. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>